Welcome homeowners, home buyers, landlords, and tenants alike. People who just want to be better at living in a home. You're listening to Real Estate in the 608, Madison's real estate magazine for your ears. Join Madison Radio's Adam Elliott, real estate broker and landlord Ben Anton, as they break down the modern day barriers of home ownership. You'll laugh, you'll cry. And if you're not careful, you'll learn. Come on, baby, won't you hold me tighter than your fist curled up in a schoolyard fight? Thanks for waiting. That was the waiting song from Madison musician Seesaw. Welcome to Real Estate in the 608, Madison's real estate magazine for your ears. On the Facebook, at in the 608. Hi, everybody. I'm Adam Elliott, former Madison radio personality. I'm Ben Anton. Broker associate with the Lauer Realty Group, serial homeowner, and landlord. And a tip of the hat and a welcome to you to Real Estate in the 608. It's a podcast in each episode where we bring in a guest to talk, yeah, real estate. All parts of it. Uh, in our podcast, we give you things like a top of the hour tip to help you along. We're going to recap the high and low sales in Dane County and, uh, and follow that up with a monthly market update. Yeah, we surround ourselves with people smarter than we are. That's kind of our mantra. So far, so good. We keep finding them. Uh, one of the smarter-than-us people we have on each month is Phil Plord, president of Bling Bling and Associates, a division of Dairy.com, and host of his own podcast. Uh, he'll be in with his look beyond the 608. And during our podcast, you'll also hear local music, artists right here in the 608, because we like to keep it local. This month on the program, we've got a fellow Adam. A gentleman with the best name in the world. Uh, I have to clear, clarify as I say, <laughs> now Adam. But Adam Wisey is the other Adam, not Adam Elliott myself. And he's a program manager with Project Home. And Project Home, if you did not know, is a nonprofit home improvement general contractor remodeling organization. It's, it's like what we do. We give you helpful information, but they actually do the thing, yeah. I think. All right. So looking forward to meet uh, another Adam today. Let's talk about some headlines. What's been going on since last time, Ben? My grandpa. Since last time in the headlines, we did pretty good last, last episode. First rule of shorter episodes, don't talk about them. One of those reasons we don't talk about it, one of the things that makes it shorter is we're going to be sharing more on our social media. Mm -hmm. And I want you to keep an eye on Instagram and Facebook for, for these two stories. Uh, one, I, I watch television in the background. I'm at my laptop. It's like how I work. It's like it's like my desk, right? Uh -huh. So I see these horrible daytime commercials. And one, and there's a, and, uh, Sam Waterston from like Law & Order. Dun, dun, right? right? Like he's going to tell me that like every minute someone is getting their home stolen from them, right? Oh, yeah. Like, no. you need this service, this, you need home title lock or whatever it is. Like, right. And then they show the old people who have been taken advantage of and like... All I, actors, all paid I, actors, by I the worked, way. <laughs> I worked my whole life to save for this house and, and title lock is a service available to you for free. Huh? At the Dane County uh, Register of Deeds. Oh, is so, that true? So hmm. keep an eye on the socials. You can find that post and you'll find a link to the title locks and all the things that Sam Waterston would really agree you should have. But pay but, for. But mm -hmm. you can get for free. It's a new service. So, it's, I mean, oh, it is okay. an emerging thing. Title theft is a real crime. All right. Not ripping on Sam. So take a look there for that. And then uh, also an amusing anecdote requ uh, regarding my last listing. Mm -hmm. I listed a darling home on Fair Oaks, yeah, and it resulted in uh, in one, if not more, fake rental 
listings. Oh, oh no. Like where people will take the photos from your real estate listing, uh-huh. use them to populate an ad on Craigslist or some <sighs> other rental place. And then what a travesty! So there you go. Those are two of the things that happened since last time. And if you if you're watching us on the socials, you'll learn more and or about them. All right, we can learn more about that uh, in the six hundred eight on Facebook and real estate in the six hundred eight on Instagram. You got it. All right, that's what's been going on since last time. Uh, we got some thanks to give out to folks. Yeah, thank you so much to uh, to two L Allison. For her review, yeah, uh, we're starting out the program by reading uh, reviews that our listeners are kind enough. That's you. Here's mm. a hint that you would be kind enough mm. to leave at your favorite podcast portal. That's well, right. we read a review last month, and it belonged to Two L Allison, and she reached out to me saying that was me. All right, it worked, and she's Success. going to get <laughs> she's going to get a visit into the real estate in the six hundred eight prize closet. All right, awesome. But we have something new to share. So here is our review of this month. The Madison area has been, has seen incredible growth over the last 20 years, and you learn about how it continues to grow and evolve, but you also learn so much more. Adam and Ben bring on great, insightful guests, and you always learn something new, no matter what kind of roof you have over your head. Oh, and their subject line was a must-listen for a fascinating market. Right. So if you, if you, uh, I can, I mean, I can see who it is, but call Tell me you've heard that mm-hmm. and say it was you. And then you and Allison with two L's will get a trip into the 608 oh. uh, prize closet. Well, this, thank was, you much. this was a very kind of review. Yeah, we thank that you was. That, and too. I appreciate all the ones that you have yet to leave your five-star ratings and uh, verbose, flowery, <laughs> over-the-top reviews. All right. Uh, yes. Leading the witness, but that's okay, I think, in this situation. We appreciate it, and we appreciate you um, posting for us. Our guest. Tip of the hat to Claire, our Instagram consultant, uh, who came across the Project Home Education offerings uh, on their calendar and then said, Hey, Ben, this would be a fun job for you. And I said, that would be a fun job for me. Like I mean, You should be employed with Project Home? Like, to teach the classes. Oh, to teach a class. I got I mean, you. Cool. But yeah, yeah, like, it would be, I mean, they, they have their employees teach classes. So, yes, that would mean a slight mm, career change. Yeah. So I looked it up and I said, I, what's the next best thing to, like, helping teach these classes? Telling people about Telling them. Telling people about it. Right so there, that's yeah. why we have Adam YZ on the program, and he's going to tell us a little bit about Project Home, but also some education offerings that they have to help you be better at living in a house. I've heard that before. You have. All right. So why don't we take a break for the top of the hour tip, and we will be right back with Adam Wisey. Come a little bit closer, hear what I have to say. Hello, Liz Lauer here, owner and broker at Lauer Realty Group, a small but mighty real estate firm in the Madison market. Please tune in and enjoy the conversation and information shared from this podcast as it offers insight into the Madison real estate market and handy tips for homeowners from remodeling, interest rates, market conditions to the do's and don't evers. So sit back and enjoy the banter and have a good time. Asher Messino, agent at the Lauer Realty Group, joins us for the top of the hour tip. Thank you, Asher, for coming in. 
All right, so if you are a buyer who's planning to purchase a property this year, we already know it's going to be a very competitive year. Right out the gates, January was busy. We have a ton of buyers. We do not have very many listings yet. So what does that mean for how you're going to be writing offers? You're going to have to go in super competitively. It seems like what we're seeing out there is maybe like a third of offers being written do not have inspection contingencies. So how are you going to deal with that? Are you going to waive your inspection completely? What we can do is potentially do a sort of inspection allowance where you might be able to have an inspection, but say you're going to waive money towards defects that come up. You're basically making a calculated risk for yourself. You're going to choose a certain amount of money that you would be okay having to spend on defects later after you move in, knowing that you may not even get up to that maximum amount, but it's possible. And that's a really good reason why you need to be working with a very experienced realtor. Thank you very much, Asher. That's a great one in this very heated spring season. Thanks, Ben. You're listening to Real Estate in the 608, Madison's Real Estate Magazine for your ears. Find us on Instagram, Real Estate in the 608. My name's Adam Elliott. Across the table for me is Ben Anton, and we welcome in our guest, Adam Wisey, who's a program manager with Project Home. Adam, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, it's always fun to get new people, and, and you are certainly someone who has, who has a breadth of experience in like all things housing, and that's kind of what I pretend I am, and that's kind of the whole idea behind this this sharing of said info. So you're very on brand, Adam. Yes. It's also a good Adam ratio on this episode. Yes, too, I think. Two Adams, one Ben <laughs> might be, might be exactly what, uh, <laughs> what Mr. Elliot here has been going for all along. Um, so here we go. After serving in the armed forces and graduating from the UW with degrees in geography, environmental science, and anthropology, Adam on the phone, started with Project Home as crew worker in 2004, but after three months was promoted to assistant energy appraiser. After an absence to serve in the Army, he returned to Project Home, worked his way to residential energy appraiser, and then assistant field supervisor. By 2016, he was promoted to field supervisor, managing the entire field crew. Six months later, he is the program manager. He has literally learned the organization from every angle and is now one of the leaders that will take Project Home into the future. Have you been told that you are the leader taking it to the future, Adam? Uh, no, that's uh, that's news to me. <laughs> that is that is some strong language, and it makes you sound like a real good guy. So we know all those things about you, but what do we not know, Adam? Well, we got to find out. Is he fun? There's only one way to find out you are fun, and by asking you some questions and playing a game we call... The way it used to be. There used to be. There used to be. There used to be. There used to be. Used to be nothing but smiling faces far as the eye could see. Car in every driveway. Swinging every tree People can't stop talking about the way things used to be The way it used to be is a history quiz, a history and environs and trivia Madison quiz. Are you ready, Adam, on the phone? All right, let's do it. Long ago, there was a Kohl's grocery store at 3650 University Avenue. That's University of Milda- at, at Midvale mm-hmm. by Hilldale, right? Mm-hmm. Demolished. As so many of our lovely hoop-topped buildings, uh, our arch-topped Kohl's grocery stores have been, uh, and then and it was built a, a brand new Borders Books. That Borders Books closed, and this I'm going to ask for the year, but I'm going to give you I'm going to let you be two or uh, three years either side. Three year, Levi. All right. So, oh boy. Um, closed in what year? 
I'm going to say that was 2009. Yeah. He, that is he, within he the margin the of error. Yeah. 2011. Good work, Adam. Why did I ask that question, Adam? Uh, I used to work at Borders. Uh, not that. <laughs> <laughs> we love asking questions about things that aren't there anymore. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of like the whole name of the the way it used to be. It's like the name of the quiz. Well, the way it used to be is that that was a Borders, and the way before that it was a Coles. And now, for those of you listening at home and playing along, it's a UW Credit Union. Oh, no. okay, yeah. Now I got a place. <laughs> and right. for and for those of you looking for the last existing Borders books. It's in Kuala Lumpur. Is that right? So they're like, it's like the last blockbuster in the world. <laughs> that, I, I was looking up glamour shots the other day just to see. Uh, the, I believe there are still two brick and mortar glamour shots. But if you want to go to Borders Books, you're going to go to Kuala Lumpur. Um, that was a franchise. Did you also know that like Walt, that K- Kmart bought Borders and, oh, and Walden Books? It's like yeah. that's like throwing. There's a there's a there's a metaphor for that, right? <laughs> like you can't throw bad at good, or you can't like all three of those. It's like okay, well, good luck with that, Kmart. <laughs> all right, well that's plus one. We got one bell wrong here. Did, did I really ring it? I think you did. Ring okay, it. all right. Shorter episodes. All right, Regent Street for Bonies closes in 2018 after 47 years. That neighborhood is home to all kinds of uh, delicious Italian things. Uh, I'm thinking about the former J- Josie's, again, things, mm-hmm. things that used to be there. Uh, the Italian Workmen's Club is still there, uh, and it is below a pizza restaurant. For the bell, Adam, name the neighborhood that became famous as a kind of an Italian enclave. Uh, that would be the Greenbush neighborhood. Yeah, that's right. That well, is well correct. The good work, and that's yeah. I said pizza restaurant mm-hmm. instead of bar because uh-huh. the green, it's called the Greenbush Bar. The Greenbush Bar, right? Greenbush yeah. Bakery, Greenbush Bar, Greenbush Properties, all named for the Bush, which before uh, urban, um, what do they call it? Urban renewal mm-hmm. before the Braxton Place urban renewal. Uh, which is being renewed again, by the way, uh, was a predominantly Italian neighborhood and home mm-hmm. to all kinds of deliciousness. Uh, I can only think of a Forboni's meatball sandwich right now. So You've the, lost me for the entire episode here. So now, so now we've talked about the second place that Adam used to work. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. We got one more for you. And this is more of a current work question. I think it's going to be your, okay. your experience as a, uh, as a lead safe renovator that gives you the oh, right boy. answer to this question. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. After what year do we no longer need to assume that a home has lead paint as a default in Wisconsin? Uh, that year is 1978. Oh, well, I thought it was always 1980. But no, 1978. taken to school here. Because until that date, the paint was really good and lasted a long time. <laughs> But 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 was also really dangerous. Yeah, it was also dangerous. If you chewed on it. Um, And I shouldn't joke, but lead paint is dangerous only 
uh, when ingested, and and for the most part, most dangerous when ingested by children who are still developmenting, yeah. developing in their in their brains and such. All um, right, so there we go. Uh, three congr- bells. Congratulations, Adams. That's three bells. You are a fun guy. We're not talking about mushrooms. <laughs> On your fabronies, <laughs> meatballs. <laughs> 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 We're going to take a break, a uh, quick break for the highs and lows, as well as the market update with Asher, and then we will be back. With more from Adam on the phone. When I meet with buyers for the first time, I go through a little presentation, and at the end it says, unpack all your boxes when you move in, and then borrow a ladder. So that borrow a ladder thing is like kind of a metaphor. What it means is that I enjoy not only helping people buy their houses, but helping them live in their houses and learn how to be better at living in the house. The same better that I try to help you with each month on the podcast. So here's an invitation. If you are planning on buying a house or selling a house, look me up. Head over to benanton.com. Maybe sign up for my newsletter under the read tab. That is what I like to do the most is help. The podcast, the newsletter, those are just some of the ways I've found to help. So you want that help? Look me up. You want a little help in between? Listen to the podcast, sign up for the newsletter. Thank you. And we'll talk soon. It's time for both the highs and the lows, as well as the market update with Asher Messino, agent at the Lauer Realty Group. Okay, so the lowest price in Dane County this past month was a property in Black Earth that sold for $100,000 and had multiple offers. I'm assuming a cash sale. It was a cash sale. It had originally been listed for $120,000, was on the market for nearly a month, and then somehow got multiple offers. So on the other hand, of on the scale... We have a property in Middleton that sold for $1.6 million, 5,400 square feet, five bedrooms, five full baths, and two half baths. $1.6, $1.7 million. It's not a given that you've got a certain amount of shoreline. This is a neighborhood, a neighborhood full of McMansions. multi-million dollar homes. <laughs> well, there you go. That's a little bit about the highs and the lows. What about the new inventory coming on the market, Ash? There's not a ton of it. <laughs> it is, and I, I should say that in the last month, there were only 209 single-family closings in Dane County. Which is extremely low. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for that market update, Asher. You have a great day. Thanks, Ben. You're listening to Real Estate in the 608 Madison's Real Estate Magazine for your ears online in the 608.com on the Instagrams, if that's your thing, Real Estate in the 608. My name's Adam. His name is Ben. And uh, Adam, uh, the other Adam, Adam Wisey, who is our guest in studio today, uh, just got three bells. Congratulations once again, Adam. And thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. That was fun. So Project Home, uh, we, we very briefly described it as, as a nonprofit agency that does uh, home renovation and repair. Yeah, a lot of people have heard of Project Home, and you know we don't do a lot of advertising, but uh, we really started back in the early 70s, I think it was 71 or 72, as part of a church organization. Over the years, you know, that's sort of grown, <clears throat> and uh, Project Home proper kind of separated itself from the church and became an independent nonprofit. You know, what, what our real mission here is, is to really improve the quality and affordability of housing for uh, low to moderate income residents in both Dane County and south of us in Greene County. While we really perform home repairs, accessibility modifications, energy efficiency improvements, and we make homes, you know, the ultimate goal is to make homes more comfortable, healthier, safer, and really to, to make them more energy efficient to help ease that financial burden 
of high energy bills for people who are struggling. Um, you know, the reality is that for low income households, the percentage of household income that has to go towards paying for things like utility bill or home repairs is much higher than for a higher earning household. Um, so that's really the area of focus and the area of need. And when we do this work, we really are, are, are viewing it as an investment in not just the homes or the neighborhoods that we're working in, but for the people that live in those homes, too. And we really value our, our staff members for, for taking that mission to heart and really providing the best service for those people that we're working for. Years ago, when I was uh, much younger and had a lot more time on my hands, I organized a volunteer day through the Northeast Side Senior Coalition, mm -hmm. what is now oh, sure. what is now called Caring Bridge, and um, and through that organization, I I met and I met with and was connected to, you know, two dozen seniors that just needed a helping hand that just needed somebody to do that thing that a younger person or someone with a little different abilities might have been able to handle on their own. Maybe not expensive, but just difficult to make arrangements for uh, or expensive when you're asking someone else to do it. I think I'm most familiar with Project Home and their weatherization work. Uh, tell us about about that, that weatherization work you do and who you are most often doing it for. Yeah, so the weatherization uh, weatherization is actually a program name uh, that again started, you know, its infancy came out of the, the energy crisis in the early '70s, uh, and really it came about because people were, you know, in the wintertime freezing and dying in their homes because they couldn't afford to heat mm -hmm. them. So, you know, the Depart Department of Energy created the weatherization program, and right now all 50 states have some form of the weatherization program uh, available to their residents. Um, in Wisconsin, we're particularly uh, fortunate in that not just do we receive money through the Department of Energy at the federal level for weatherization, we have a statewide program called the Public Benefits Fund that most uh, you know rate-paying uh, utility members um, pay into. So if you're if you pay a monthly utility bill, chances are there's a surcharge on that bill of a you know a percent or two percent that goes towards this public benefits fund. And what that public benefits fund does, it's really it really funds things like um, low-income heating energy assistance. It goes towards the weatherization program that we're talking about. It goes towards things like Focus on Energy and all their initiatives that they do statewide. And more recently, they're actually using some of that money to uh, improve and expand broadband uh, access to households sure. in rural areas. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so that's that's kind of where the funding comes from for weatherization. And, you know, what is it? There's one big umbrella program in Wisconsin called the Home Energy Plus Family of Programs. And, and what that does is, um, you know, for eligible households, and these are all income-eligible programs, so for eligible households, um, somebody would apply for energy assistance, which is bill-paying assistance if they're in arrears with their utility company. And, you know, they, they can get a check cut for, for that assistance. And then the second prong to that program is for, you know, Agencies like Project Home, and I think there's 19 other agencies in Wisconsin that cover all 72 counties. Um, for agencies like Project Home, we could then come into that household and do some actual improvements to the building shell to make the home more energy efficient. So we would do things like air sealing, insulation, uh, wall insulation, attics, um, heating system upgrades, electrical upgrades, uh, bring in more energy efficient appliances and lighting. 
So what we're doing there is really reducing the baseload electrical costs for these households to, to lessen that monthly burden so they don't get so far behind on their utility bills. Is it upon the consumer uh, to think, I qualify for these few programs, or it seems that because of my income, I'm finding myself uh, qualifying for, for these programs. Is it upon them then to reach out and then have you verify that they're, they are uh, eligible for the programs, or how does that work? If someone feels that they may qualify for the programs, they should really reach out to Project Home, and then we could t- talk them through what our program offerings are and then decide which programs might be a best fit for their needs. We have an intake staff here, so we field calls from people every day, uh, talk about their need, and then really just try and determine what offerings we have that could best fit their need. And then we could do some some pre-screening over the phone uh, to determine income eligibility. And if it sounds like it's a good fit, we could either uh, mail them an application or uh, now a lot of our applications are digitized and they can just download one from our website. And our website is uh, www projecthomewi.org. Yeah, we'll be sure to put the link in the program notes. The the breadth of your services is kind of what impresses me. And to be able to put together a team that can, because in a lot of ways, that's what I have to do for my own housing is to, you know, to, to have a guy that knows how to do everything and, or multiple people or, men and women that can that can help me do all the things involved in housing um I, which which could lead me to um the how the affordable housing projects that you help run and manage tell me about that sure sure we have two actually two um affordable housing projects one of them is called prairie crossing that's um uh, uh low-income families uh, apartment complex down on the Allied Drive neighborhood, um, and a lot of that Section 8 housing, uh, but we also have uh, market rate housing mixed in there as well. And then we have the Rodney Shield House, which are uh, in the Darwell Worthington neighborhood, and that's uh, an apartment complex for people who are living with HIV AIDS and perhaps have been uh, had some housing discrimination in, in the past. Mm-hmm. You may remember... Uh Lindsay Wood Davis, a guest of ours, uh, his wife Amanda yeah. was very much involved in the Rodney Shield House when she was. Yeah, uh, she was. Yep. Right. See, we've had famous people on that even you knew. Like you said, you <laughs> hadn't listened yet. Well, now you know. You can go back and listen to Lindsay's episode. It's called "Man About Monona." <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I. Um, so the fact that you're nonprofit and the goal is literally not to profit it. Does, I suppose, though, in your Optimist program, you're, you're charging a rate card or you're coming a little bit closer to retail so that you can, in fact, share those profits with with the other half of or the other arm of your business. Does that make sense? Yeah, that, that's correct. That, that's exactly how we run it. It's a market rate, uh, you know, home repair and construction service. We really don't do new construction work. It's all, you know, um, in existing housing. And we try to stick kind of to our core uh, core set of services. So we're a focus on energy trade allies. So we do things like our insulation work at just that market rate for anybody. And then, um, you know, accessibility modifications are a big one. A lot of people contact us for things like, you know, converting tubs to showers for access- ease of accessibility in bathrooms after they've had, you know, a hospitalization or some other mobility issue. 
Um, we do things like widen doorways, put in grab bars. We've done, um, you know, wheelchair ramps, things like that. So, so for the most part, anybody who's thinking about accessibility, aging in place, uh, this might be, I'm, I'm, I'm again, I'm pigeonholing our listeners into like this kind of, but they not, might have family not too friends. young, not too old, but yeah. they may know someone yeah. who is, who does not necessarily meet income requirements, but is, is getting to a place where they could use these things. I want a quick run through the court. We were talking about these courses. Yeah. Quick run through the different the different options, and you and just touch a little bit about what what we'd learn, uh, and then I want to close with um, what's most important to you, or something that's very important is the big share and your 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 fund raising opportunity coming up here in the next month. So it looks like there's monthly classes here that you do. Yeah, we have about 10 a year, and we do this through something we call the Housing Center. And we've been very fortunate to receive some funding from MG&E and also a couple of credit unions in the area over the years to help support us with these uh, public education efforts. Um, we, Like I said, we put on about 10 a year, roughly monthly, not maybe not quite every month. Um, but again, if you want to go to our website, we do have a header uh, tab that you can click on that says Classes. And when you go there, it'll bring up the class schedule. Um, it looks like they hop around different locations too. So there's probably one coming to a what a library or a public building near you. Yeah, yeah. they're primarily in uh, various public libraries in both Dane and Green County. Yeah. Uh, so we know Ben will geek out on your educational <laughs> classes, uh, Adam. Well, we'll, we'll um, expect it to be there. <laughs> All right. So tell us about the Big Share. What what's that about? Yeah, so Project Home is a member of Community Shares, um, as are, I think, 70-some other local organizations. Um, and Community Shares um, does some fundraising efforts, their biggest of which is something called the Big Share, which is coming up on March 7th. And that's uh, sort of one day where all these nonprofit organizations kind of go out in the community and try and do some fundraising on that day. So we get some synergistic effects of marketing for the big share and, and raising awareness for all of our organizations on that day. And when people make uh, donations to the big share, um, they can either choose to donate to community shares, which gets distributed among all the partner members, or they can choose specific organizations like project home to donate to specifically. Um, again, if you go to our website, um, along the, the header, the banner at top, um, we have scrolling through a link that you can click on for the big share, and that'll take you to a donations page. And really, again, any money we, we um, receive in donations through efforts like the big share go towards uh, furthering our nonprofit projects in Madison and uh, Dane County. All right. Well, thank you so, yeah, so much. Great, uh, we're going to take uh, a quick break. We'll say goodbye. We're saying goodbye to Adam, and then we'll take a quick break uh, for Phil's phone in. And uh, thank you again, Adam. And again, Project Home, the link to the website will be in the show notes. And uh, you can learn more at there at that site or, or by calling and finding out if you or someone you know may be eligible for some of their uh, no-cost-to-you services. Yep. Thank you so much. Our phone number is 608-246-3737. And if you are curious about receiving our services, talk to one of our intake staff members and they can walk you through the process. All right. Thank you very much, Adam. You have a good night. Yeah, you too. Thanks so much for having me. (laughs) 
Time for Phil's phone in. Phil Plort is my business partner in Deacon Housing, president of Madison's Blimling and Associates, a dairy commodities consulting firm, a division of Dairy.com, and host of the brand new podcast, The Dairy Download. Keeping an eye on the faraway and diverse markets is what he does. Seeing how it might affect real estate here in Madison is what he does for fun. Here he is with a look beyond the 608. Hey, Ben, it's Phil with a view from beyond the 608. Let's talk about another dimension to the endlessly fascinating inflation story, wages. We've talked about how prices for just about everything have been spiraling higher over the last 18 months. But that's not as big a deal if our pay is keeping up with the higher costs for food, energy, and shelter. So how are we doing? Well, it looks great in absolute terms. Data from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics shows average private sector wages rising from about $27.50 per hour in January 2019 to 3303 an hour in January 2023. That's a 20% bump. Pretty nice. Things appear much less exciting when you adjust wages for inflation. Prices are up more than 17% since January 2019. So when we index wage growth to inflation, average pay is at 27.96 per hour, up just 2%. Let's go over those numbers again. Adjusted for inflation, 3303 per hour in January 2023 becomes $27.96, up less than $0.50 from actual pay in January 2019. That's better than a decline. We're treading water, hanging on. But it's more evidence that inflation is a potentially pernicious force that continues to do damage to our economic well-being. That's all for now. Until the next time, this is Phil with a view from Beyond the 608. You're listening to Real Estate in the 608, Madison's Real Estate Magazine for your ears. Facebook, in the 608. Instagram, Real Estate in the 608. On your speaker right now, Ben and Adam. In your ear. And what was that, Ben? That was, uh, that was well, I, I kind of just said it, but that was like our first like social. Yeah. Well, we've had social, we've gone social justice yeah. a little bit. We've leaned into some things like that. This was our first um, nonprofit like agency that helps out and does some of the work. Like people who yeah. people who make living in a people who just like us are trying to make you better. You got the position in a house. There you go. Yeah, we, yes. um, but yeah, Adam on the phone, Adam YC from Project Home, uh, a, a, an organization that can both uh, determine if you are eligible for other programs, can be like a conduit mm-hmm. to both federal and state money that relates to uh, weatherization and uh, energy cost savings, making housing more affordable, but that can also offer those same weatherization, insulation, home modification. Uh They also do a lot of those same things, uh, probably from a different pocket um, for veterans and people Uh, who have served in the armed services. And here we were talking to the veteran. That's one of the populations they serve. I got you. And And I would imagine that some of those dollars are made available to them by by other agencies. But so if you know a veteran, there you go, who might have some of those needs. And I mean, for the most part, I I like that we address this, like, if you're doing okay, great, you probably know somebody that could use a hand somewhere along the way, and you can make that referral along the way. Um, And that's a good thing. All right, uh, a big uh, debt of gratitude going out to Adam Wisey, again, with Project Home, we will thank him for his time here. And uh, we got some other folks to thanks. Yeah. And if you'd like to thank Adam and Project Home for what they do, uh, keep an eye for that big share March big 7th share. Yeah. and an opportunity to 
initiate an online check <laughs> or find out what their Venmo is. There you go. Okay. There you go. Uh, but yes, and thank you to thank that was on the phone, Adam. Thank you to in in the studio, Adam. Yeah, and our musicians, bands that you've been uh, hearing throughout the podcast here, including Renclaw, El Donk, the Oak Street Ramblers, Bob Westfall, Seesaw, the Mad City Jug Band, and a big thank you to you for joining us in today's podcast. We do appreciate you're here. And uh, thank you in advance for your five-star rating and new reviews that will make you eligible for a trip to the prize closet. Oh, sounds lovely. It's nice and sunny and warm there, isn't it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> All right, Ben, take care. Bye-bye, Adam. <laughs> thank you for listening to Real Estate in the 608, Madison's real estate magazine for your ears. Real Estate in the 608 is a podcast for homeowners, home buyers, landlords, tenants, people who just want to be better at living in a home. If you can't get enough Real Estate in the 608 between episodes, like us on Facebook at In the 608 or visit inthe608.com for archived episodes and show notes. Remember, until you tell us, we don't know. We appreciate your listening, as well as your ratings and reviews at your favorite podcast portal. We also welcome feedback and topic suggestions via email to ben at benanton.com. Come on, baby, won't you hold me tighter than your fists curled up in a schoolyard fight? I'll be a backup when you're calling my name. And come on, baby, won't you keep me safer than that high score on that? Could be taking the eight and we could be Baby, won't you buy me flowers with that money spent on whiskey sours that you're buying at those wasted hours? And come on, baby, won't you talk me sweet? Instead, I'm staring at this empty seat because you got someone else you'd rather be. And we could be. So I'm singing you this waiting song